0: Hey everyone, welcome back This is Bob with the weigh-in for January 27th That's a Monday It's coming out Monday Thank you for tuning in on Monday It's been a week from hell, we'll get into it You're welcome Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in on today, Monday, January 27th is the date that this is being recorded. Um, You could be listening to it anytime, that's the magic of this medium. I have to apologize up front for my voice, Um, Finley started daycare in December and this is the second time that we have gotten sick since daycare started, so the immune system is building up, and I have finally gotten my voice back, because over the weekend, I completely lost it. So, yeah, I apologize for my rough voice, but I I think it's not too bad, and I'll make sure to try not to cough into your ear, since you have done us the courtesy of tuning in. Um... Weighing in for today, uh, there's definitely been some setbacks, uh, but I got some things to talk about here uh, to give you an update on this week. Um, Cause yeah, as soon as as soon as I was feeling like death, uh, the diet was not number one at that point. Eating eating healthy was out the window. I just wanted some French fries, and I got me some French fries. And stepping on the scale today definitely showed me what that can cause but it wasn't wasn't necessarily just one day and I'm pretty sure my body's still holding on to a lot of water and it's still progress from uh, a week ago so that is what counts really is that we are going in the right direction because you have the last one was the week before so it's still progress from almost two weeks ago now but I'm gonna try and make sure that I'm recording these uh, over the weekend or Monday of uh, in order to stay up to date um, but last weigh in I was somewhere around 300 pounds uh, today I stepped on the scale and I'm working on a more live version of this because that's more entertaining uh, but today I stepped on the scale at 296 point5. Um, Definitely wanted to be a little bit further along by now and my progress was a couple pounds lighter at my lightest over the last week. Um, I was down to 294 even and then that's when I started to feel like garbage. So I s- took a break. Um, I, I guess I felt like I earned a bit of a cheat time frame uh, and I just wanted to make sure that uh, I was Taken in calories to help fight whatever was going on. I I'm pretty sure that's science. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a decent week overall. I got a lot of good exercise in. Um, definitely committed to making sure that uh, multiple times a week that I was getting at least a walk in. Um, there was multiple days where I I clocked over a half hour of exercise, which at the bare minimum, I at least want to stay active enough to where I have like a half hour of active time frame. Um, I need to definitely step up the actual exercise a little bit, but for the time being, I've gotten to a point where I can get almost a complete mile in, um, on a 15 minute break. Um, usually that might take a couple extra minutes to make sure I hit the full mile. Um, or i'll like there's certain days that i do like break lunch break and uh take a walk then um i think last thursday or probably wednesday because thursday i was feeling pretty rough uh but last week one of the days i hit like four miles during my work day um which was a pretty good accomplishment i think um just to make sure i was staying active and it it definitely um it, I, I don't know it, it, it helped me feel more energetic throughout the day and I, I feel like I'm definitely at least hitting a bare minimum for exercise goals. Um, but also found out last week that burpees are really, really, really hard and uh, I'm pretty much physically incapable of them. Um, but I'm not not completely physically incapable, but I was I was trying to see how many I could do. And I was, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll do um, 10 or 15 kettlebell squats. And then I'll just see how many burpees I can do in between. And I'll do like a set of 20 squats. And then I'll do a set of maybe 10 burpees. Um, the first time I tried, I got to six. Um, I couldn't even... Like I, I had just by the time I was done with those I had to step my legs back up. I couldn't jump anymore. And uh I did manage to do like twenty squats and then six burpees and then I did uh twenty more squats because I I knew it was gonna be terrible on the burpee side and managed three and then pretty much I had to do modified push ups instead of burpees for the last little bit just because my legs weren't jumping anymore. Um and that only i don't know i need to figure out a way to stretch that workout out that's why i was walking more at work is because pretty much what i was physically capable of was maybe only about 10 minutes of exercise and uh, i need to, i need to figure something out um, no jump rope in today there's been a lot of snow so my garage was wet so maybe i'll maybe i'll get some in today but this past week i i skipped out on the jump rope and just did more um did more walking at work. Um, but yeah, probably the main thing is I, I did exercise in the morning at least three times last week. Um, that was moderate, moderated a little bit. Um, but I need to kind of up the intensity a little and become a little bit more consistent about that to see how it goes. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was Definitely interesting to see how much I could actually manage to exercise, and I just need to build out around that to make sure to keep myself busy. Um, also, found out that I can't do kettlebell swings the right way, so instead, I ne- I need a bigger weight is what it is, um, with more clearance on the handle, um, in order to make sure I can actually uh, s- like do the deadlift motion instead of trying to make it like a squat. Um, cause that's just not good for your body. So instead what I've been doing, cause that's what I'm intended to do was sets of kettlebell swings and then the burpees. Um, but what I do instead is I'll take my kettlebell cause I've got a 15 pound kettlebell and I will hold it out in front of me, just level arms and then do a body weight squat with that. Um, which has been pretty consistent um, I feel like it, it's a definitely a good fill in for, um, like a replacement for kettlebell swings. Um, but hopefully I could do both eventually. Cause I feel like that would definitely be, um, something good. And, uh, just working on filling out my exercise plan. Cause right now it is more or less just whatever I'm capable of. Um, and definitely once I, start feeling a little bit better from this cold, it will be easier to get motivated in the mornings because that's really the hardest part is getting up and doing it and not just sitting on the couch drinking coffee and looking at Facebook or eating terribly. That's going to be the other thing. Um, Adam wanted me to make sure to update that he is still being consistent with his, um, with his no fast food goal. He has not gone through a drive through uh, in 2020, he's been making his own coffee. Uh, he's holding up that end of the bargain. So that's definitely good. And, uh, he's going to work on sharing some more of his, uh, uh, food knowledge. And he's got some ideas for, um, things that we can try, uh, one of the things like one of the, cause he's the one that came up with the whole re- regiment or the suggestion, uh, for, I believe he said it was like an army ranger, someone to do the kettlebell swings and the burpees. He's like, yeah, you just do 20 of each and then you do 19, then 18, which, yeah, I, I, definitely, uh, am up for trying to get to that point. Uh, but it was more like I did, uh, 20 and then 20, <laughs> like 20 squats, and then I was able to do six burpees. And then I was able to do 15 squats and three burpees. And then I did 15 more squats because I felt bad. But it was only like two burpees. And then I was dead. Um, so I, it's good to work on that. And I want to make sure that I am in better physical conditioning. And I, I feel like that will help me get there. Um, the other thing that him and I were talking about, which we're going to get into Next time we're able to get together here, which should be uh, the next couple of weeks is um, his lentil soup diet or his, his meal plan that he says he's, uh, I think he, he said he was able to lose about 40 pounds multiple times doing it where essentially um, it's just a soup that he makes that I'm looking forward to trying. Um, I think that's going to be like my major meal for an entire week and we're going to we're going to see how many pounds i lose if i if i work out every day and uh eat that soup and then um we're going to negotiate the snacks that i'm able to eat. Um but i feel like that's going to be a good good change of pace just to take a break from from keto for a moment. But i i think it honestly he he didn't think it was keto, but it might technically if you're not eating anything aside from the soup be able to fit into like a ketogenic diet. So We'll see how that goes. Um, I need to kickstart myself back into ketosis because French fries and custard and cheese curds probably knocked me out of it over the weekend. But boy, were they good! So yeah, cheat cheat days are over. Um, back on the wagon. Um, it's like getting sober from bad food. <laughs> 'cause it can equally ruin your life um definitely feeling uh on the larger side, but still good progress i mean um I think I'm still about four pounds lighter than the last weigh in podcast, so uh this is a good week and a half uh wish wish I would have kept down to the to the two ninety four but we'll see maybe my body's just holding on to water and uh. Hopefully, it just kind of melts off as I start feeling better. Um, But yeah, we had good shows here in the past week. We had Brad Wenzel last Sunday. Uh, We also had a blizzard, so the crowd was a little bit light, but everybody had a good time. Brad was uh, always professional, put on a great show. Um, He's so funny. Um, Honestly, if you get a chance to check out Brad Wenzel, or if you just want to look him up, um, I can put a link to some of the stuff that he does, uh, maybe his Conan clips, because definitely next time he's in Zoo, and you are free, you should come check him out, whether he's at Shakes or anywhere else, because he is a fantastic comedian and Michigan native. Uh, he also has a monthly podcast that he does uh, called Pod Seeger, uh, which is very interesting. Basically, him and his co-host just basically talk about Bob Seeger in different ways and how it affects their lives or he was telling me about how like they tell stories about when like they're driving across the country and like all of a sudden they find it on the radio or something because Bob Seeger's always there for you. Remember that, uh, working on the night moves. Um, we also had Kara Jokey at Shakespeare's, um, Shakespeare's on Thursday. That was a great show. Uh, Thank you to Matt Harper for putting that on and uh, doing a great job running the karaoke. We had a good turnout for that. Uh, The crowd had fun. Everyone got involved and sang. Um, All the performers did a great job. Uh, Shout out to Stu McAllister and Mike Logan and Sammy McCrory and Derek Feltner and Katie May and Jared Hibbs, all putting so much effort into their songs and doing such a great job. Uh, Derek with Love Shack, we all helped out and sing in the background. (laughs) Um, At a certain point, I just felt self-conscious being on stage and walked off, but there's a video of that on the Facebooks that Derek posted, Um, but that was a fun show. Um, Thank you, everyone. That was a part of that. That was a good time. Um, and let's see. Yeah, but pretty much just, uh, after Thursday, I think Thursday is when it started to go downhill because I was having a tough time with my voice at work on Thursday. And then Friday was not any better. And I woke up on Saturday and I sounded like I swallowed a frog. Like I, I literally couldn't talk louder than this and if i i tried it was just uh like not even that it was it was definitely interesting and um i know on the last weigh in podcast i had mentioned that i wanted to talk about my spectacular fail um at the rob mayu show um basically that day i got to take some time off work and i was going to do two shows and it was great um, went out to Otsego and did that private holiday party. Um, thanks again, David Steves. Uh, <laughs> got your chubby guy mafia sticker on the podcast coffee table here. Um, but yeah, did the private party with um, with Ricarlo, and that went fantastic. Like it was really good. Like I haven't had many days lately that I've been able to do multiple sets in one night and that one I got to do I don't know I think I did about 30 minutes total maybe 35 even if I got a little carried away I'd have to take a look at the recording that was a that was a real fun time real fun crowd and it was such a good warm up and then basically going into a show at Shakespeare's which I wasn't sure what to expect, but I was feeling good. Like, I was happy with my material. I had some really good plays on some other stuff that's well-established, and I I was feeling loose and just left some room for the stage and I was like okay I've I've been meaning to record an actual clip or be able to like watch what I'm doing or see how I look up there I'm going to record video for this one and I got up the gumption to do it and I set my stuff up on the table and right before I go out there to start the show I I have got my Apple Watch and you can apparently use it as a as a button to like take pictures or start a recording and I had accidentally opened my camera app on my watch while my phone was already set up out there recording like I should have just not touched anything and then I didn't pay attention to what I did and I proceeded to go out and start the show and it was it was difficult at first too that was the other good the best part the reason why I was so upset at the end of this is normally I you got to like not necessarily let people all sit together in certain situations at least at like I mean most comedy shows uh if you go to a really good comedy show it's never going to be good because somebody who's in charge of making sure the show runs well allows everybody to sit with their back to the stage or in a big group where they're more interested with in talking to each other than they are to watching the show like You need to make sure that everyone is positioned in such a way that they have enough room, but also that they are making sure that they're facing the stage and not distracted by their friends. Um, But it seems like every time we put on a bigger show or just every once in a while we have a crowd that's not used to it, um, the natural like we don't necessarily always have an usher down there. So the natural response for most people is, okay, we're going to, we've got a group of 10 people. So we're going to take these four tables and we're going to push them all together. And then we're going to sit here and be just like a roadblock for the whole audience. And that's basically what was happening is the front row. There's like, I don't know, it was a decent amount of people for how many tables that they were using, because um, usually that's never the case, is they're taking up seats that, if it's like a sold-out show, most of those seats have to be full, because we, we plan for that a little bit, but pretty much, like, we expect that you're going to probably make some new friends if you go to a show for a famous person that's sold out, that's just how it works, and... That's how it works at a comedy club if you go, and a lot of places like they just have a finite amount of seating, and if they're all all the seats are sold, then you're not gonna necessarily get to use a chair as your footrest or anything like that. So basically, the Rob Mayu show, there was a whole group across the front of twelve people that I hadn't had a chance to acknowledge yet. And when I got on stage, I noticed all the tables were pushed together. And at first, I was just like, okay, like, did the announcements, like, make sure to keep talking to a minimum, have a good time, don't play on your phone. And immediately, like, I start trying to tell jokes. Right after that, I was like, I like kind of alluded to like hey like make sure you guys are good or else I'm going to have to split you up uh, like the kindergarten teacher and sure enough as soon as I start telling jokes like this front whole row of people like they're just they just don't give a fuck yet they just don't realize what's going on and that's right when I decided while hosting Like, I stopped trying to tell jokes. I'm like, all right, you guys, you two split up, split up, split up. Like, split the tables up. I'm like, you guys got to sit here. You guys got to sit here. We're going to take a break. We're going on a journey together, and we'll all meet up after the show. Like, you don't have to hold hands with your friends and sing kumbaya while you're watching a comedy show. That's not why we're here. It's not what you paid money for. It's going to be okay. I apologize, but we'll get through it. And at first they were a little bit hesitant but then by the time like immediately after i did that i got back in the groove got back in the pocket and continued to basically have the best set i've had probably in a year like just it was so on point like i felt so good about it it was well rehearsed because i had a chance to do a lot of, like, basically two of the three jokes I told I just did at that Christmas party. So I was loose. Like, I was feeling it. Like, I was ready to go firing on all cylinders. And it just went so well. And then, basically, the show go- kicks off, and I, I I keep it moving, I go grab my phone, and I realize that I stopped the recording when I looked at my Apple Watch, and I was so upset with myself. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll be that, like, I'll get a chance to capture it again. But it's, like, that's the importance of making sure, like, you do that whenever you get a chance, though, because... There's always going to be technical difficulties or human error that causes that to happen. And later on after the show, I remember Rob saying, like, I saw the phone on the table. I didn't know whose it was. And I was going to say something to someone because he saw that I had stopped the recording on accident um, but didn't do anything. Um and he's like, man, like, I wish I wish I would have done something because that was a good set. <laughs> but, I mean, these things happen. And, I mean, that was a fantastic show. And um, I, I hope you guys join us uh, for more of these fantastic shows coming up. Um, I think I covered pretty much most of everything that I wanted to share so far. Um, can't wait to get into the soup diet with Adam. Uh, wish him luck on continuing not to eat fast food. He's doing great. Um, and we'll work on structuring out whatever... He wants his goal to be, aside from that, because that's a good one right now, and uh, we'll work on that. Um, But yeah, we got a couple things coming up. Uh, This Thursday, uh, on the 30th, we've got uh, a a name-out-of-a-bucket open mic. Got about 35 people from across the state, plus whoever else shows up. Um, Some of these pre-booked spots are dropping like flies, so I figured this would happen, Um, but I mean... There's at least 30 people right now that have guaranteed stage time but there's plenty of more stage time going around I should be able to get 50 people on stage within the two hour span that we have and then we'll also bring up some people at the end whoever had whoever stood out during that two-hour time frame we're gonna bring them up at the end to do a longer set to close out the night um, probably somewhere between like five to ten minutes. Uh, depending on how, how everything's going, but, um, maybe we'll just keep pulling names from the bucket. We'll see how the crowd feels, um... But and pick maybe just one winner at the end, but it's gonna be a good time. That show is free and we start pulling names out of the bucket at nine o'clock. Um, anyone who wants to show up and throw their name in the bucket, you are more than welcome to. We're gonna have a day of uh, reserve bucket there for anyone who did not sign up in advance so the, again, there's gonna be 20 people aside from, like the 30 that have pre-signed up. So there's plenty of open spots. It's going to be a good time. And then Saturday, um, I'm going to be opening for Brandon T. Jackson in Battle Creek at Kellogg Arena. Uh, If you need tickets, uh, they can be found online um, or you can message me. Uh, It looks like KelloggArena.com is an appropriate way to access the ticket link. But I'm going to be there with Ron Rigby, Josh Pittman and Richard Mathis. Uh, you might know Brandon T. Jackson from Tropic Thunder or uh, Wildin' Out. Uh, he's very funny. He's a Michigan native. And uh, it's gonna be a good time. Um, I don't know what to expect, but it's going to be fantastic. And uh then February 6th, we have Brent Terhune down at Shakespeare's lower level. Uh, that's another nine o'clock show, uh, $7 tickets in advance. Um, you can get those online or $10 at the door. Uh, if you don't want to do either of those two things, uh, then you could always shoot me a message and I can save you a $7 ticket at the door, but don't tell anyone that's a secret. Um, but yeah, if it, that's, that's what you get for listening to the podcast. You get sick deals. Um, so yeah, if you send me a message, I'll save you a $7 ticket at the door as well. Um, then later on in February, we're looking into doing a Valentine's day show. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we don't have that planned yet, but Sammy McCrory is going to host it. And then on February 21st, we have Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Tickets are available now for that. He's going to tell stories. It's going to be fun uh, for any wrestling fans. You don't want to miss out on that. Um, there might be more shows to come in February. Keep an eye out on the Facebook page, uh, Shakespeare's Lower Level Comedy. Or you could check out our Facebook page for your Welcome Future Self podcast, facebook.com slash pod. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, YWFS pod. Um, just come, come talk to us on the internet. Tell us about the goals that you've created for yourself, uh, what you're doing to be more healthy, um, what you're doing to lose weight or mental health. I don't care what it is. Like talk to us about it. Tell us what you're doing, um, once we get a better schedule for this i know i've been saying it for almost six months now but we're gonna have more guests on the show um we're working on it um but i got i've got a couple cool people lined up uh for the future here i just got to figure out when they're available to do this um but i thank you so much for listening in on this checkup again uh 297 pounds is where i'm at for today that's what we're calling it um i'm hoping by this time next week i'm at the very least down to 294 uh so that way i don't have to end up getting a gym membership Uh, that is my goal that is my bond and hopefully you guys will be seeing less of me next time I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And we want you to listen to another Another episode episode podcast. Podcast. Each week, we bring in a comedian to help us talk about our awkward teen years and the movies that got us through it. We talk about movies like Stand By Me, Clueless, Little Shop of Horrors, Baseballs, and so many more. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and anywhere you find your podcasts. So we look forward to you joining us on another Another episode episode podcast.